0: On podcast 1762, we talk Tesla fourth-gen superchargers, the Aston Martin EV that's coming, and VinFast delivers. Stick around, I'll tell you more. Trying a new thing so you know when to expect a show? We go live at 5 p.m. UK, that's Midday Eastern. Patreon supporters get the episodes as soon as they're ready and ad-free. Be like them by clicking on a link in the show notes. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening wherever you're listening in the world. It's EV News Daily. This is your trusted source of EV information. For Friday, 3rd of March, I'm Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story to save you time so you don't have to do this. Now we'll start with news of former Ford CEO Mark Fields saying Tesla is one generation ahead of its rivals in the EV race, despite Tesla's stock dropping 7% after their Investor Day presentation when they failed to confirm any new car models. There seemed to be disappointment around that. I thought it was an excellent three hours of Tesla allowing all the other executives and engineers and talent within the organization, as well as Elon Musk, to share the stage. They even had them all on stage on stools, Uh, a bit like a a giant kind of boy band, girl band. Uh, Wait for the key change. they all stand up off the steps. And and, and Tesla did a good job, I think, of uh, establishing... Their innovation, their sustainability goals, their global ambitions, their commitment to sell 20 million cars a year by 2030 and the confirmation of that gigafactory in Mexico. But the new Model 2, the Model Q, the small car, the 20 grand car, none of that was forthcoming. And so it got a mention by Franz von Holzhausen, the designer, but it wasn't confirmed. And so... Disappointment, perhaps, around it, but the former Ford CEO, Mark Field, says Tesla's keys to winning the EV race will come down to their product appeal, software, user interface, controlling their costs, and consistent execution. Uh, The company showcased many of their executives, and I think that will alleviate concerns that Elon Musk has been a distracted by Twitter and also b as Tesla moves from becoming a startup uh, company where one person could really say everything there was to say it was, you know, you never heard from pretty much anybody else at Tesla. It was what's on Elon Musk's Twitter to a point where, well, one day he won't be running Tesla. I'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow or next week or next month, but there'll be a day when Elon Musk doesn't run Twitter. Uh, 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 Tesla or both, whatever. And so I thought it was a really nice way to see the company, you know, maturing, Let me know your thoughts. Tesla installing their fourth-generation supercharger posts in Europe with longer cables. Uh, They announced at their investor day, and I mentioned this yesterday, but uh, I think really only in passing, that they've started to install fourth-gen superchargers in Europe. They've got longer cables to reach the charge ports of non-Tesla EVs. The news was revealed by Rebecca Tinucci. She's head of global charging infrastructure at Tesla. The new charging stations will allow superchargers to charge third-party models and not have to kind of block doing air quotes right now block two chargers of course you know i having a hyundai kona uh with the charge port on the front but off to one side it's really difficult for me not to block two spaces at a tesla supercharger if i can i will always go to the if they're in a row and they're not drive-through ones if if i come across uh Somewhere that I can park on the far right hand side, you know, if they were numbered, you know, one to eight, like spot eight, as it were, that way I can park almost over the two lines, as it were, a long way to the right. And that way the cable will reach and I'm not inconveniencing a Tesla owner. I still think that's the respectful thing to do if I turn up and that space is free so that I'm not, again, air quotes blocking. Well, there were 1.5 million weekly supercharger sessions in 2022. Their uptime rated at 99.9%. And this is why I use Tesla superchargers, because it's not only cheaper, by the way, it's cheaper. I don't talk about this enough. It's cheaper than the other networks. And I'm not even on the subscription tariff. But also, you know, it's going to work. Now, my buddy Kyle, who, has, who runs out of spec, made a video recently of a whole set Tesla supercharging station that was down. Before that video, I would have said supercharger stations are never down. Unless the town they're in has a whole power cut, they're never... Unlike third-party networks, you turn up, they're not working, you think, oh, it's just typical. And so uh, there's the reliability issue as well. Now, let's talk fourth-gen superchargers. What do they look like? I actually can't tell you. Although I can tell you that they're installing them in Europe right now, they're in the ground for the life of me, I've been on Twitter. I've been on Reddit. Come on, Tesla fans, where are you? Normally, any kind of Tesla bit of news, there'd be it'd be all over social media, it'd be all over Twitter. Hey, look, if if I've just been a dummy, if you can send me, tag me, you know, EV News Daily on social, email hello at EVNewsDaily.com, Send me a picture of the ones in the ground. I don't know what even what European country they're in. I don't even know if they're tall. I, I gather they're taller. I gather the cable now goes around the outside loop at the bottom rather than the inside loop if you can picture that of the current superchargers um, I gather they're rated for a thousand volts um, which will be you know music to the ears of, uh, of tycon owners and Etron GT owners and uh, and uh, the EGMP platform cars because they'll natively be able to get way more juice out of those but I, I don't I don't know so Please, somebody help me out here. Uh, Right. The Magic Dock connector in the US superchargers appears to be limited to about 150 kilowatts by the sounds of it. And that's all to do with the way that non-Teslas talk to Tesla superchargers in terms of how much power they're requesting and you know it's still 150 kilowatts it's you know almost like oh no but there's still a really fast charge speed um some rivians charging just over according to reports but That's still really quick, let's face it. Uh, There's eight supercharger locations that I know of in New York and two in California with the Magic Dock uh, so that non-Teslas can go and charge there. Uh, The charging cost varies by location. There's a $12.99 a month membership for Tesla, which then lowers the charging rates. I guess useful if you're going to be a very, very heavy user. Uh, My buddy Tom Malogny charged his Ford F-150 Lightning and the session went off perfectly. I had no... Doubts that it would, apart from, of course, the length of the supercharger cable. Of course, it's Tom's fault for buying a truck that is stupidly big, American listeners going. "Uh, No, the F-150, that's a pretty decent size truck. <laughs> it's normal no no <laughs> that is a big vehicle uh, but anyway uh, so that was the only that was the only issue and staying with tesla they secured 330 million dollars in tax incentives from nevada for the new electric semi truck lines and battery manufacturing at giga nevada in return for the tax incentives tesla committed 3.6 billion dollars over 10 years to expanding the factory which will include the semi factory and 100 gigawatt hours of battery factory capacity for the 4680 cells. Tesla has a long history, of course, of tax incentives in Nevada $1.3 billion back in 2014 for the construction of that gigafactory. And the latest incentives demonstrate the state's continued support for Tesla's mission. And I understand why it's a, a, a big employer of good, well paid jobs. Now, Ford plans to resume production of the electric F150 Lightning after a battery issue, announcing that resumption of production on March 13th. So if you're waiting for your F150 thinking, "Oh man, production stopped." Um, you know, there's a ba- backlog definitely, but uh, March 13th is when they start again after stopping because of that one vehicle fire. The stoppage allowed their battery supplier, who's SK, by the way, SK on, to build up some production and deliver battery packs to the Michigan plant where the F-150 Lightning is made. We don't know what happened, why it happened, or the solution they've implemented, but they say it's sorted. The company stated it will continue to work with SK to ensure the battery packs are delivered as high quality as they need. The F-150 Lightning was so highly anticipated, I I think it delivered so well. I hate any negative news around it because this is just a, a minor, minor blip on what is otherwise Such a success story. Talking of what's becoming a success story, Polestar. Now, if you're a startup in the EV world, you want confidence behind you. You want people to buy your vehicles with confidence because they want to know that they're spending 50 grand or more or whatever, and it's going to be serviced in a year's time or 10 years' time. And that is not exactly certain with some startups. Now, you can't call Polestar a startup if you don't want to, part of Volvo, part of Geely but they reported an 84% increase in revenue last year at $2.5 billion, halving their net loss from the previous year. They surpassed their delivery target of 50,000 vehicles, and they plan to increase it this year to 80,000 vehicles. The CEO of Polestar, Thomas Ingenlath, said they Performance last year laid the groundwork for a different phase of growth as they launched two new EV models this year, the Polestar 3 and the Polestar 4, the company in good health, in rude health, and that gives consumer confidence, that gives them the ability to then reinvest and bring out more fantastic products like the Polestar's are. VinFast just started delivering their cars to customers in North America. The Vietnamese automaker VinFast delivered the first 45 vehicles to US customers. The cars had been inspected and arrived at Los Angeles last December, but doubts had been cast about the corporate health by some people. Reports about the uh, departure of the CFO layoffs at their stores and pulling out of support from the company's chairman had raised concerns about their stability, claims cleantechnica.com. Now, that website reached out to Vietnamese uh, or the Vietnam Automobile Manufacturers Association and they found out that VinFast had uh, delivered 4,278 EVs to local customers in Vietnam. The engineering team denied issues with anything to do with safety or emissions, saying that the delay since December was merely a software upgrade that will improve the EPA-verified mileage from 179 miles to 207 miles for the VF8. In terms of the employees being downsized, they said it was consolidation. So maybe nothing to worry about there, but we will wish Vinfast all the luck in the world. Now, soon we'll talk about Honda and LG and Aston Martin's new electric vehicle. That's on the way soon. By the way, if you want to avoid the ads, you can do that by signing up to be a Patreon supporter. If you want to support the show, you don't have to. this podcast, will be free, by the way, on podcast platforms. But if you like the idea of saying, yes, I support spreading the word about electric vehicles uh, to thousands of people around the world, then you can do that on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash EV News Daily for $5, $10. Many people spend more per month. And uh, thank you for your support. You too can be one of those. And you get your podcast ad free as well. Stick around, those stories are on the way. Now, let's go to China, and the Buick China E5 Electra, or rather, I think it's called the Electra E5, has been unveiled. The interior of it, is a, uh, of it has been unveiled. Uh, this is riding on General Motors' Ultium platform for China. Uh, the interior boasts a 30-inch curved OLED screen with 6K resolution displaying a billion colors and a 12.6-inch head-up display and uh, loads of ambient lighting features. The vehicle also features wireless Apple CarPlay and wireless phone charging and uh, the latest Qualcomm Snapdragon chip for the best connectivity and over-the-air updates. The Electra E5 from Buick launches in China, Mid-year, we think, and a version for the US market uh, sometime in 2024, which is news to me. The powertrain options for the US market are not yet known, but the Chinese market one will feature a single motor powertrain, uh, 241 horsepower. So still a pretty decent um, crossover uh, vehicle there. LG and Honda are next in the news, breaking ground on their new joint venture battery plan in Fayette County, Ohio. The $4.4 billion investment, creating 2,000 new jobs and adding more than 2 million square feet of manufacturing space for lithium ion batteries. They'll power Honda vehicles made in North America, as Honda say they'll go zero emissions by. Checks notes. 2040, they say? Yeah, I think they'll be doing it sometime before then. There'll be no combustion cars on sale then. Uh, The partnership brings Honda's reputation for quality, reliability, and LG's innovation as well, bringing them together, uh, that battery plant done by 2024. Aston Martin next in the news. They will reveal a future model lineup that will include a fully electric car at their Capital Markets Day for investors, according to Chairman Lawrence Stroll. Aston Martin's recent announcements mark a revival of their EV program after the Rapide E and the revived Lagonda brand uh, were both, yeah, you can say, Paused, scrapped, if you want. They were going to be all electric after Stroll took over. In 2021, Stroll announced Aston Martin would begin building two full electric models, a sports car and an SUV, out 2025. Here in the UK, and the British transport company First Bus has ordered 117 pure electric buses from the Northern Irish manufacturer Wright Bus for electric double-deckers and solo buses for four UK cities. The announcement comes after they ordered 100 or oh, almost 200 of these EV buses last year. By 2024... March 2024, so this time next year. First bus will operate more than 600 pure EV buses, and the order was made possible with additional funding from the UK government to clean up some of the air in our towns and cities. Next, we'll talk battery recycling. Very important topic, and the former... Um, CTO of Tesla, then set up Redwood Materials. And Redwood Materials is a recycling company. They just completed a year of their pilot program, recycling EV batteries. They used Ford, Toyota, Volkswagen, Volvo batteries. And the startup recovered over 1,268 battery packs, uh, with 82% of them being lithium-ion packs. It recovered 95% of the lithium, cobalt, nickel, copper, and other metals. And Redwood says that the cost driver is logistics, which will reduce over time as end-of-life pack volumes increase. Of course, that's the biggest problem with battery recycling in terms of EVs. There's lots of these programs around. The car makers all have their own recycling programs, and Redwood's a very big, famous version of that. But there just aren't many EVs coming off the road. Even early Leafs and Zoes and Tesla Model Ss still go in strong. So that's the biggest problem. I mean, recycling is going to be a big issue Uh, At some point, it's just not yet. Well, Redwood's recycling process is already profitable for smaller batteries like those used in cell phones, laptops, and production waste. Recycling EV battery packs at scale will be profitable, they say. They emphasize the need for the car makers to work with recyclers that are capable of refining those used batteries into battery-grade metals for new cells. And actually, because they go through more refinement, recycled materials can actually be more pure, Better than building batteries for the first time. So next time somebody says to you, oh, well, electric vehicles, you know, the battery goes in landfill after five minutes. You can tell them not a single EV battery will ever go to landfill. Just too valuable. You know, unlike an old, small, old combustion car, at the end of its life, it will just be put into a big old, uh, you know, uh, recycling facility to sell off the parts. Or... It'll be crushed, ultimately. And so uh, the engine, no one's stripping down that engine to be, oh, I'm going to get some copper out of those ca-. It'll just be crushed. And so that doesn't happen to EV batteries. So, no, my friends, no. Recycling is far too important. Now we'll talk about Daimler buses, uh, subsidiary of Daimler Truck. Transforming their plant in Mannheim in Germany into a center of excellence for EV buses. Starting next year, uh, they'll exclusively produce pure EV city buses and announcing they will invest 150 million euros in two German plants by the end of the decade to make fully electric buses. UK renewables surpassed natural gas in electric- electricity generation for the winter. And that's really important because the more we charge our EVs on clean, green power, the more we can remind people that the more that the grid goes green the better EVs are, Uh, including uh, wind, hydro, and solar. uh, They surpassed natural gas in terms of the UK. And that's a big deal because we have a love affair with natural gas. Uh, Central heating is done, our, our radiator, our wet radiator systems, which are very, very common here, all done with natural gas. And so we need to move to heat pumps as quick as possible. Mention of that in a moment, by the way. But from October to February, according to a report from the Energy and Climate Intelligence Unit, renewables produced 47 terawatts of electricity, surpassing gas-powered stations. So let me get on to heat pumps in a second. A quick one on um, energy and things like that. A report from the IEA, the International Energy Agency, shows that while global carbon dioxide emissions did rise last year. The growth was slowed because of a surge in renewables. The report showed a 4.8% increase in global CO2 emissions, mostly driven by the COVID recovery. Uh, The report indicates that renewables, though, uh, grew by 8% and and driven by an increase in wind and solar, mainly. And then finally, we'll talk heat pumps, because I really, really, really want one, but... The gas boiler still works, so we can't justify it at the moment. According to a new study by the European Heat Pump Association, uh, heat pumps are significantly cheaper than any other future technology, including so-called green hydrogen in Europe. Uh, The study compared the costs of producing heat for your house with a heat pump or with maybe putting some hydrogen into the gas system, and using heat pumps is two to three times cheaper than any other alternative. So next time someone says, well, you know, hydrogen's coming, they're going to put hydrogen into the uh, the gas network under the streets and so all of our gas boilers will become hydrogen, I think you'll find. There's so many issues with that, by the way, like the pipe embrittlement and the fact that They've got to dig up uh, so much of the country if they want to do that and put new pipes down. The whole thing's a non-starter. However, uh, the study shows that producing heat using hydrogen requires a significant amount of electricity because they say, oh, well, green hydrogen's the future because it's made with excess renewables. Yes, but if you take those renewables and use them to make electricity, or they just are electricity, and then drive heat bumps off them, far more efficient. Hydrogen can be used in areas where it's not feasible to do that or where it's necessary to store energy for long periods of time. But it's not the solution. Uh, The study comes as the EU aims to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 55% by the end of the decade. Heat pumps are cost-effective and an efficient way to reduce carbon emissions, making them a vital technology. Uh, Popular in some countries, not heard of in others. And, uh, I mean, I'd love one here. Um, We're just coming out of winter now, so the heating will get turned off. As soon as possible, put a jumper on. I sound like dad now, but um, but you know, come winter uh, again, we're going to be turning on the gas, and it just ah man, I hate it. But I have to, I do have some news. Yesterday, the gas man was here, and we disconnected our gas hob. That's a really big day for us. Um, we were delighted. So um, he he was like, oh, you know what, you know how comes you you call me out to disconnect this? What are you doing? I'm like, well, the induction hob goes in in two weeks' time. Um, uh, he didn't make any comment to say either you know, lots of people are doing that or no one's doing that. And, uh, um, but, uh, we've had discussions in the past. He doesn't think heat pumps are the future and it's his job, I guess, to service gas boilers. So I can kind of understand that. Um, however, yep. Yeah, so the pipe work was, uh, we turned the gas off yesterday and, um, uh, took it all the way back to kind of the main gas pipe that goes into our gas boiler. Uh, that had been teed off uh, to go to our to our gas hob, so he went right back to there. Really nice, neat job. Capped it off, and um, uh, all nicely sold it in as well. So I can box that in now. It hasn't got to be a serviceable um, part, and uh, I can forget about that uh, um, for for uh, for forever now. And uh, and cook on electricity, which makes sense because we have seventeen solar panels here, and we have battery storage. So. We absolutely should be cooking on our hob and our oven with electricity. So the gas hob is gone. We are so happy about that. We love the gas boiler to go as well. Oh, but it still works. And, you know, money and all that. We, I mean... Uh, great if you got spare ten grand to put a heat pump in, but um, yes, <laughs> we're not in that situation. That's your podcast for today. Thanks to our premium partners: Phil Roberts, Porsche of the Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the U.S. mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii. Derek Riley's YouTube channel. It's called EV Review Ireland. And it's dead good, you know. Uh, Octopus Electric Universe, global public charging made simple with one app and one map and least plan electric moments providing all the tools and guidance EV drivers need. Have a good and see you tomorrow and remember there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.